Welcome to the Jiu-Jitsu of Life, a weekly podcast for BJJ enthusiasts who are striving to succeed both on and off the mats. This podcast is brought to you by Robles, makers of the world's finest custom jiu-jitsu apparel. And here are your hosts on the Jiu-Jitsu of Life, Carter Fisk and Mo Siddiqui. I think we're live. I think we're on. Live. We're on, buddy. Mm-hmm. Man, I have to start start off talking about kind of kissing my own ass a little bit, kissing my wife's ass too a little mm-hmm. bit too, because as you know, you and I are talking right now. You probably know that, um, and we weren't supposed to, because I was supposed to be driving back from Mississippi right now, and you know, as I've been saying, been really working hard on making happiness a goal and really embracing the idea of being more of an optimistic person. And when I've had these types of goals before, it's like, you can always tell, because when, when you feel like excited about an idea and, and things are going well, it's very easy to be optimistic. Like sun is shining, things are good. And then you get tests, you get different types of tests. And it's like, sometimes you can very quickly go, like everything crumbles very quickly and you're like, all right. You know, my plans to be spontaneous failed at the last minute or whatever you want to say. You know, this did not work very well. And so I was, man, I was feeling good. And we were so excited to go to New Orleans. We had reservations at different restaurants. And I'm just thinking about all the walking and the eating. I'm like, we'll get there. We'll go to the Cuban place first. Then we'll get the, uh, the oysters at the oyster place for dinner. And we'll do this. And we we're just planning it out. And she's like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm so excited too. But our dog, the one who always barks, sugar, um, was already like the allergies are really bad right now. And she has all these skin issues and all that. And she was getting allergies and like her, her legs were starting to swell up and stuff like mm. that. And I'm like, I kept saying to Chantel, I'm like, well, you know, when we get her out to Bastrop where the dog trainer, you know, when she stays at the ranch, the allergies aren't as bad out there. It'll be good. You know, every time we come back, she seems fine. And I felt like Chantel was buying it enough. And I'm like, if I keep saying it to myself over and over again, maybe I'll start believing it too. And like, you know, I just, so finally we were supposed to leave on early Tuesday morning and like Monday night, like she was just like starting to limp because her, her like feet were like swollen up like elephant feet at this point. Like she was just so much. And she was like, I kept putting the cone on her cause otherwise she'd bite it. And she was starting to shake cause it was itching so badly. And finally, like Chantel looks at me and she's just like, she's in pretty bad shape. And I'm just like, we're not going, are we? And she's like, I don't know if we can. And I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. I was like, how dare you? And I'm like, this is this is my test, my first test on being optimistic. And I'm failing because I'm pissed. I was so <laughs> mad. And, and she, I just, and she's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm so mad right now. And she, luckily, she was mad with me. So it was good. She's like, she's like, I'm pissed too. This is terrible, so pissed. And we're just back and forth. But I'm like, I'm trying to be more optimistic. There has to be a reason for this. Like better things are going to happen. I don't feel that way at all right now. I'm just angry. But I have to believe that better things are going to happen. She's like, okay, I, I, I believe it's going to happen too. But I'm pissed. I'm like, let's just stay pissed. So we're so <laughs> pissed. And I, I emailed the Airbnb people and I'm like, and we've stayed at their place a bunch of times and we know them. And I'm just like, you know, our, our dog is, and I know they had a dog too. And I'm just like, you know, our dog is just got allergies really bad. And I emailed the dog trainer and I'm just like, 
we, we're not going to make it. I mean, like, and I'm just like, charge me the full amount, you know, same thing with the Airbnb people. Cause I'm like, you know, it's literally canceling the morning of, and I'm like, and Airbnb with their particular listing gives you 50% of your money back. So they get the money back. I get an email from the people and they're like, you know, totally cool. Sorry to hear it. All that. We're, we're going to send you the rest of your money back too. And I'm like, wow, Thank you. that was really cool. And then the dog trainer woman was like, she's like, no, I, I mean, there's a deposit and that's non-refundable. I'm not going to charge you for the rest of it. Like, no, just, I, I hope she feels better, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh, that's really cool too. And then, um, I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, the warehouse is still getting worked on. We got to do a couple more things. I'm like, well, I'm go up and look at that. And so I go up and look at that and they, they got the cement work done like a day early. And I'm like, okay. All right. So now like, I'm, cause it's all about now I've like got this tenant who's like, Hey, when can I start moving stuff in? I'm like, I get the cement work done. I got to get it checked. You know, the fire marshal's got to come by. Um, so then the fire marshal comes by the next day and like, it's just all this stuff started rolling in and I'm like, well, this is cool. And I'm like, I wanted to get drone pictures taken. The ones I sent you. Cause I'm like, I just, I don't think I really need them for marketing, but I'm like, I just want to capture this. My first thing I've ever built. I'm going to spend it looks money great, by the way. And, and I've, I've never, have you ever seen a drone in person? Yes. Like, okay. So you have, I've never seen one in person. I've seen them, you know, videos of or whatever. And I'm like, they're the weirdest looking thing. Cause they're like this, like this robot alien. And then it lands and the propellers stop immediately. I was expecting like a helicopter with a doo doo doo. It's like, just stops. I'm like, wow, that is weird. Um, and I like, so I got to meet the drone guy and he's an FAA certified. I'm like, you have to be certified by the FAA to fly a drone. Didn't know that. And it, it just, um, then potentially got some good news about this office I'm buying. I'm not saying it yet cause it hasn't happened, but that like that starts rolling in. And then it's like Friday and I'm like, man, I'm going to go train, go over to Reed's train with Reed. That's good. Got Jeff to come by, which was good because nice. he's had a lot of like back pain and a lot of issues. And I'm like, I just want to get his head back in the game just to hang out. And Colby was there. Colby and Jeff hadn't seen each other since Colby came back. So that was good. And it was like just this more Mo like breaks my heart by getting Yusuf's haircut. So I can't come and see him, but it's all right. <laughs> Cause I knew I was going to see you. And then today it was like training with Reed, Jeff, John, the John Haynes, the kid, he was there and um, Coco showed up and Kevin was there and it was just like, it was so much fun. It was so good. And it was like, none of this would have happened if I went on this trip. And I swear, man, by like literally by the first day, like a day after it happened, I was already like so happy that we didn't go, even though I know we would have had a great time, but I was like, I'm so happy it, it happened. And I'm so happy that as much as I was mad and as much as I was whatever, I didn't go so overboard that now it's like my wife's going to hate me for a few days. Like where it's like, you know, I, I do it past a certain point. She's like, you got to win me back now. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and it was like, man, I feel like we fat, we passed the first test. I really, I feel like I passed this test. It was like, it was just, cause now it's like, and I started thinking, I'm like, man, it's a day to drive a day to drive back. Now I've got those days back and I get to train and, and I was training and, and Reed said to me, he goes, if I were to just watch you, I never would guess that you didn't wrestle. Just watching the way you move and all the stuff you're doing. I'm like, dude, that is like the biggest damn compliment I could hear from you. So it was just like, oh, man, it was just a lot of good things. A lot uh, of good things. So I'm I was like, man, now I'm more invigorated. Yeah, no, that's, I'm going to recap on, on a couple of things there. One of them, 
asked was the idea of faith being a big part for us in 2022, yes. right? And faith, the way we kind of described it, is just understanding that we you don't have to know how, but you just have to believe that things yes. are going to turn out the way they're supposed to turn out. Yep. The second thing is trying not to get too attached to these preconceived notions of how things are supposed to turn out, right? Yep. Because that's what causes a lot of the unhappiness. So we have this mental fantasy about the future, about what we're going to be doing in the future. And when that does not happen, it can cause a lot of people to get upset, right? Yep. But again, when you mix faith with that, so you can have this idea, this plan, this itinerary, but also understanding that if it doesn't happen, well, I have faith that it was not supposed to happen and something else yep. was supposed to happen. And also, not even identifying whether something is good or bad because we don't we don't quite know yet, right? And also, yeah. it's it's all just a perception of good or yeah. bad. Um, man, I love it. I'll tell you one thing for sure. My sort of uh, breakthrough has been this, where I have now these feelings of I want to be tested because I want to prove. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. I am the man that I am trying to be, if, if that makes sense. Makes and I have failed so many times. I have failed so many times where I get even more angry because I failed, right? So, like, yes. I tell myself, if X person says this to me, I'm just going to be calm. And, yeah. you know, because this is going to be my test of being yeah. able not to be provoked and, you yeah. know, being being able to control my emotions and then X yeah. person does what I don't want them to do, which is ridiculous because I have no control over what they do. I have absolute control over what I do, but I am uncontrollable. So I lash out, I go crazy. I embarrass myself to no end. And then I get angry that I'm so embarrassed now, right? Like everybody's like, well, Mo really lost his crap today. He's, he has no control over himself. And I'm angry about that now for the next week. So now I'm looking for those moments yeah. where things aren't turning out the way I want them to just yeah. so that way I can try these new techniques that we've been talking yeah. about and be like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. They weren't, yeah. they weren't supposed to be that way. Right. And I have no control over how things are going to necessarily turn out. So I'm just going to yeah. go. Yeah. It, it, man, it, it was, and it's funny because I was not looking for a test. I knew a test was coming, but I was like, I'm not looking for a test. I'm looking for a couple of days of relaxation, getting some more sleep, eating some good food. And it was like, so I was, yeah, I was so sad about what wasn't happening, but just glad that I was like aware enough of being, because we've been talking about it enough that I was like, okay, I don't feel this at all at this moment. I think that's an important thing to think about too, is that, you know, this idea that you're just like this calm, whatever person and people can do whatever and just, mm, I don't know if that's possible, man. I mean, it might be, but it, but I feel like it's it's maybe that might be too a bridge too far in a certain ways because maybe it's more that it's like how you recover, you know? Because they always say like when somebody gets in a certain like really good shape, right? You still get really tired, but you recover really fast. Like you see a boxer, like an MMA fighter, you can be exhausted. Bell rings, end of the round, they got sixty seconds. I mean, dude, if you're not in good shape, you can give me 60 minutes. It doesn't matter. I'm done. <laughs> but but when you're in prime time shape, like within 30 seconds, they're boom, they're back. And by 60 seconds, boom, they're ready to go again. And that's the conditioning. And I think that maybe if if that's how 
optimism, calmness in the moment, you know, however it wants to be phrased, if that's the idea, is just that you recover faster. Because this, because the aspiration to never lose your shit or whatever you want to say it, I don't know, man. No, I, I agree with I you 100%. And, you know, just about every everything that I've studied on and every book that I read, regardless of religion, regardless of politics, and regardless of really who's writing it, it always comes uh, back to some form of like doing meditation, right? Yeah. Because meditation is a form, it's not, it has anything to do with religion. It's just focusing on your breathing. When a thought comes into your head, let it go. Yeah. You're mind is always going to have these thoughts that's never going to stop but it's a, but as you meditate more and more and more and you do you know 5 years 10 years you maintain your discipline yeah. you're able to let go of these thoughts a little bit quicker yeah right and yeah. i think that's the same thing is letting go right letting go of negative emotions letting go of hatred letting go of jealousy letting go of any of these negative emotions that aren't serving you and you have no control over learning to let them go right yeah. And, and, and maybe it's like, maybe it's just one of those things where, but not you, that they're not going to happen. Yeah. You still, exactly. They're, yeah. they're going to happen. It's just, you can't control it. But what you can't control is do you keep it inside of you or do you let it go? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that to me, I think that's as much as that doesn't seem like maybe the ideal of what somebody thinks about as a calm person that is enormous progress because oh my god you, you know so much life is wasted on like it's one of those things if something bothers you for a couple days and you can knock that down to like an hour that's enormous progress i so badly you know? want to be that person it, it really is and, and it's one of those things where um i think another thing you said that i think is key is is the discipline of continuing to do things like meditation even when you may not see the results of something. And I think that's really important because it's like, you know, I've just been thinking about, I've been going up to Temple a lot. And I should always say Temple is a city in Texas because when I say that, people are like, is he Jewish? Is he really, really Jewish and really <laughs> religious? No, Temple is a city. Um, <laughs> T-Town, should I call it T-Town? Um, but, you know, uh, I, I go up there a lot. And, and my purpose in going there is just to literally to be there a lot and to walk through the downtown a lot to drive through different areas and see what's happening to so like if something goes on the market i'm like oh i know that i know that house or i know that that office or i know that building or i know that land um i can picture exactly where it is i know it's right next to it um or it's like okay i know they're working on this big road oh, oh wow they're working on now they, they're starting to clear the other side okay like just and it may not lead to anything that day or that week but it's led to many deals that I've seen that, that like I'm looking at, or maybe I'm going to do or whatever it might be where I immediately knew, okay, it's this, this, and this, because I was already, had already laid the groundwork. So mm -hmm. it's like with, with bringing it back to meditation, it's like, um, the more it's done, the more it's sort of mastered and practiced and things like that, the more those moments, cause you're getting reps, you're getting reps, just like anything else in life. Just like, you know, you and I have what thousands, probably, I don't know, maybe not, at least many hundreds of hours of, of podcasting reps now, uh, clearly, um, you know, and, and that's, that's something that, um, you know, when you start getting the reps and doing anything, there becomes a point where you really do start mastering it, but it's not always necessarily like how it is in the movies where it's like, you're fumbling, fumbling, ah, then you do it perfectly. It's like, 
it may happen so subtly that you don't even notice because you're on the car, you know, versus when somebody sees the car go by, like, wow, that car's going really fast or whatever. But when you're in the car, it doesn't feel like you're going that fast. So, um, you know, with all this, the more you're practicing letting go of thoughts, the better you're getting at letting go of thoughts. And it may be that, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, but if you're somebody who holds on to thoughts a lot, it's like, you know, going from a week to six days, that may be a long time for, for Mr. Zen up in the mountain. But for you, it's like, that's huge progress. Yes. And, you know, I think that's an important point, Carter, two important points um, there is one is have realistic expectations of yourself, right? Yeah. I used to beat myself up and I still do that. Why can't I get you know, from A to B quicker? Why can't I achieve these goals quicker? It's always, you know, why can't I do it faster and better and yeah. quicker, right? And just yeah. setting realistic expectations of yourself and not beating yourself up. But I think the number one word there is expectation. Yeah. This is why I failed so many times with meditation is because I would sit down to breathe yeah. and I had this expectation of what I should feel like during the meditation, I had an expectation of what should be happening during the meditation. My ego yeah. was completely trying to take over the meditation and control it, like what everything yeah. was supposed to be. And it wasn't until like 20 years later of meditating, because I've been meditating since since when I started boxing is really when I started to meditate a lot. Okay. And so this is 20 years ago, right? Um, it wasn't until recently where I realized you're not supposed to have any expectation. There is no wrong way to meditate, yeah. right? Like if you sit down for five minutes and your whole goal is just to focus on your breathing and during the entire time, your head is just racing with thoughts, you didn't yeah. meditate wrong. It was exactly the way it was supposed to be. And then the next day, if you sit down for five minutes and you don't have a single thought go into your head and, um, I apologize. That's a new, I have hey, not mastered right. how to turn off the uh, the phone yet, obviously. Uh, so there's still some more work to be done. And Master is on, but nobody ever calls me, so it's okay. <laughs> it's lonely. Yeah, if you, um, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. You were meditating. And I was one meditating. Day yeah, and, and, so, and then one day you sit down and you don't have a single, so one day you, yeah. you sit down, you have a million thoughts and that's exactly how your meditation was supposed to go. You didn't meditate incorrectly. And then the next day you sit down, you don't have a single thought. Yeah. You feel great when you wake up from the meditation. Yeah. Don't attach a feeling to that. Like this is yeah. how it's supposed to be. And when it's not like this, then I did it wrong, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just about getting the reps. That's yeah. it. Have zero it expectation of how it's supposed to be. And you know what's another good one to apply that to? I mean, you can apply it to anything in life. Yeah. But jujitsu, apply Absolutely. it to your jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many times I go to training and I feel miserable because yeah. I have this preconceived notion, this fantasy of yeah. what my training is supposed to be like, yeah. what I'm supposed to accomplish during my training. And when it doesn't happen exactly how I wanted it to happen, even if it happens 90% of what I want it to happen, yeah. the 10% is what I hang on to. The things that yeah. didn't happen the way yeah. I wanted to, that's what I'll hang on to. Yeah. And it kills yeah. me. You know what? Don't have an expectation. Things yeah. are going to happen the way they're supposed to happen. And it's all training. At the end of the day, it's yeah. all training. There's yeah. no good or bad training. Just show yeah. up. Show yeah. up. Yeah, because it's it's one of those things that you're right. Because a lot of times when you have that sort of expectation in your head in jiu-jitsu, for example, 
Um, it's a lot of times like, oh, I'm going to pull off this technique or I'm going to do this or get this submission or this sweep or whatever. And then maybe you go against somebody and they're like, they have opposite plans <laughs> and their plans are winning. Um, and, and, it, and it can completely throw you off. But the thing that's funny is it's all part of the game. So it's like maybe your idea was like, I'm going to do all this stuff that's going to involve winning. Well, only one person can win, which means the other guy is winning at that moment, which means, but that's part of the game is how do you deal with losing? How quickly can you get back in the positions that you need to get back into or, or, you know, or how well can you survive or just sort of almost essentially meditate in those positions where it's something where maybe you last another 30 seconds underneath side mount and you don't panic and you don't force the escape and you know, maybe you still get submitted or maybe you never get out, but it's like, but you didn't panic this time. Even though you wanted to work on a triangle or work on this or work on that, it's like, man, that's a win. That's a huge win. And it's just figuring 100%. out, I think with jujitsu, it's like figuring out where can I make progress in this moment? Even if I'm somewhere where I don't want to be position wise or, or whatever it might be, it's like, where can I make progress? And, you know, I think that's why it's a huge advantage to sort of put yourself in those bad positions a lot because now you always have something to work on wherever you are. And I think that's hugely advantageous. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Um, the idea that it has to be a certain way and the more that you can kind of free yourself, my God, more newbie moves. Now, um, <laughs> the more you can free yourself of that, um, it really allows you to experience whatever it is you're experiencing in, in such a, a better way. And man, it, it was, it was nice. It felt like just a good solid win, but, but, but you're right. The, the worry is that sometimes you have that good meditative session and you're like, this is how it should be. I'm going to do it like this already. And it's like, but the next one might be terrible. But what I think really matters is that you stay with that terrible one and maybe the next one is even worse than that maybe the next one is even worse than that true meditating is staying with the great ones the bad ones the ones in between because it's almost a relationship right i think meditating is a, it's yes. a type of relationship and, and with relationships you get we get so because of you know the TikTok world of love songs on the radio, of all these different things. Everything is always about the highlight reel of stuff or even training. Like you see this in like, you know, someone's training music and they're flipping tires and, and jumping around and wrestling people and doing all this. You're like, man, that looks like fun. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that can be fun. But it's the like, you know, stuck in the bad position. It's the bad meditation. It's all that other stuff. Are you willing to ride it out through all that bad stuff? that's when you have a real relationship because I think all this is, it, it is, it's building a relationship with something because relationships to me are based on love. Right. And I mean, I think a relationship with business, with training, with friendship, with marriage, it's all based on love. And love is about riding things through, seeing through bad times, working through all that. Um, and, and understanding that, this is part of being in a relationship is that you are going to fight. You are going to disagree. And if you're looking for just the highlight real stuff, that's not really a relationship. If you just meditate and everything's great. And like someone will walk in the room, like, Oh my God, Mo's floating. He's floating above air. He's mastered meditate. Well, that's not really meditating. You know, that's, so it's, I think that's, 
something that I wish people would explain to me in more detail when I was younger. That's wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Carter, I think that one of the things I'm going to ponder a little bit more for 2022, and I don't know if this is correct yet, but I think that the way to have a happier 2022, the way to have better training sessions, the way to have better business is to have no expectation. Yeah. 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 Cause it's, you know, I think it's, it's, I think that's a great way of looking at it. Cause it's like, you know, Colby was asking me, he's like, man, what's your plan? Like with, you know, I was telling him about you know, some of the commercial stuff I'm doing and I kind of came up with some stuff, but in many ways I'm like, I don't really have a plan. Like my plan is to just almost follow my intuition on, on what deals make sense and, and look at, look and just be there for the opportunities that will present themselves as passive as that sounds. But part of it is just being there. You know I mean? That's why I go up there all the time. I go up there like four or five days a week and it's an hour each way, but it's like, to me, it's such a good meditative thing and it's such a good, um, way of just seeing whatever opportunities are there and that that's that's it that's my my only plan with that is my only i guess my only real plan is it's probably going to be there but maybe it won't but I, that's my only real preliminary plan is it's going to be somewhere in that bell county area and but you know what i i like that what you said i would i would add on what i would add on to that is not to have any expectations except one and that's just to keep showing up yeah yeah okay that's i think that's and that's that's the huge part for success, I think in almost anything. And it's, it's always interesting to get on discussion forums or to go to set like discussion, the jujitsu discussion forums and the real estate seminar stuff that I've been to, man, there's a lot of like overlap in terms of it's like, people just think it's like, oh, you just do this thing. And then there you go. And the people that are selling it are like, oh, you just do this thing. And there you go. And it's like, I don't really find that that either one is correct at all to me because it's like I've been doing both of investing for a long time. I've been doing jujitsu for even longer. And if you told people the real answer, I, I think that it would turn them off because it seems so sort of banal and boring or whatever. But it but it is like you said, it is just basically consistently showing up um, and agreed having that be your only expectation, because I never thought I would start buying mobile homes. I had no like that wasn't even on my radar. It just was all of a sudden it presented itself and it made sense. And then I did it. And then at a certain point, it just didn't make sense to me to do anymore. And I never thought I would be a commercial developer. I, I said I would never do that. And then all of a sudden there was just an opportunity that made sense. And, a, and it was literally a conversation with a broker in his car after we looked at a bunch of property. And it was like a conversation six hours away. And then an opportunity an hour like away in a different direction that sort of came together in my head. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try this. And that was it. And, and that now I feel like that's already pretty much paid off to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm doing this next one and we're going to do this and this. And I have no idea where any of that's going to lead. Um, and I'm okay with that. So yeah, I don't know, man. It was, it was, I, I'm, I'm Yeah. I love it. I don't, I don't know what else to say, but I think that we covered something good and we can bring Michael Dell can get an, another day out of us at some point. Um, because <laughs> yeah, he I, was supposed to be on the show, but, uh, you know, he's a busy, <laughs> he's a busy man. So uh, because that's another Austinite and, and uh, perhaps we will have him and uh, Joe Rogan on the show 
uh, one day all the Austinites will will be together. Um, yeah. Maybe not. I don't have any expectation except just to keep showing up. I'm going to keep showing up. Boom. Mic drop. Uh, to re-listen to this episode or to check out our past episodes, go to the Jiu-Jitsu of Life. Also, please check us out on Apple iTunes. Like, review, subscribe. Shout out to our, our show sponsor, Robles, makers of the world's finest custom jiu-jitsu apparel. Nobody can be you better than you. Be authentic, Robles. We make custom geese, yellow pine investments, makes custom warehouses. Check them out. Check out Kalem Callista, Sneaky Submissions. Check out Steve Hordensky, Jiu-Jitsu on the go. And if you're in the Austin area, check out Chaparral Moving. They have moving down to a science. Real quick shout out to all the Robles uh, athletes and ambassadors who competed over this past weekend at the finishers uh, sub-only sub event. Uh, they took uh, a lot of hardware. Let's just say I'm super proud nice. of them. And uh, as always, I am Mo. That is my brother Carter. And we wish you guys nothing but the best, both on and off the mat. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. That's it for this episode of the Jiu-Jitsu of Life. Your hosts are Carter Fisk and Mo Siddiqui. This podcast is brought to you by Rulebliss, makers of the world's finest custom jiu-jitsu apparel. You can subscribe to the Rulebliss newsletter to get the exclusive content at rulebliss.com. You can find more episodes of this show on our website at thejujitsuoflife.com. And you can subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we wish you a great week, both on and off the mat. <laughs>